When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On the line right now, Odyssey NFL insider Jason Luck. And for Insider Calls brought to you by Driveway.com. Look for a car. Go to Driveway.com where you can get pre-qualified, buy a car, get it delivered. Also here, Jason with Brian Baldinger in the Huddle podcast. Search in the Huddle on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcast. Jason, a good morning to you. How you doing? I'm doing well. How's everybody there? Oh, Pittsburgh's great. I'm telling you, it's just <laughs> the ball of fire this morning. Um, yeah. yeah. So, Tomlin's decision to go to Kenny Pickett. Too early, too late, right time. Uh, what are your thoughts on all this? Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know if there's a way to to sort of script it or to massage it perfectly. Um, you're you're looking at a head coach who's never really like. Think of all the different things, challenges, hurdles Mike Tomlin has faced and overcome. Um, different personalities he's had to juggle, different injury situations, different roster situations, different egos. But he hadn't really navigated this one yet, right? I mean, when he got there, Ben is an ascending player, and, yeah, he's got early limitations, but he certainly shows enough winning a Super Bowl under the other guy, you know, our buddy Coach Cower, that he didn't have to – he never really had to worry about bleeding in – a, a, a novice quarterback. He didn't have to sort of weigh the pros and cons of on a drive to drive, week to week, month to month basis. What's best for the franchise? What's best to win games right now? How do I? How do I sort of um, juggle these dual responsibilities of trying to win right now, but also making sure that there's enough reps and enough competitive situations going on around this rookie, even if, in my best laid plans, we don't see him for months or most of the year because we're winning with the other guy. Um, So I wasn't sure what the pendulum, you know, how it was going to swing. I wasn't sure how good or bad the offense would look. But I kept coming back to sort of four to six weeks. And, like, I, I, I think, you know, that given the construct of this, Trubisky's probably doing this into October. And if it's not going well, and we now are pretty much at what I guess used to be the quarter pole, now they're playing one more game, um, or thereabouts, and it it isn't showing signs of improvement, it isn't up to snuff, then you're going to have to play the kid. And, and, and kind of, I'm not going to say that you're, you're not waving the white flag, you're, but, but you, you have to eventually be – are going to have to be willing to enter a different mind space, head space that he's been in before, which is you're playing someone at the most important position in all football who's never done it before at that level, and you're making – you're doing that out of a choice, not out of something that was foisted upon you because Ben got hurt. Jason, uh, you know, Kenny, in, in his postgame comments, he alluded to him not getting any reps – 
and barely yeah. having any preparation in practice, you know, this past weekend throughout this, you know, the start of the season. Yeah. Do you find an issue with that? Should he have gotten some reps just in case of the situation that happened at hand being thrown in a fire at halftime? I not I mean I, I don't I'm not surprised because that's not like what Mike Tomlin did is not in any way unusual and especially for Mike Tomlin it's it's the most normal thing in the world because again he hasn't really navigated this before um that okay well if we still think we're a team that has enough on defense and enough pieces around here that a veteran quarterback makes the most sense for us to try to win this next game, then we're going to do everything we can to, to try to help that veteran quarterback improve in this area or that area to help our offense improve in this area or that area. Cause obviously it needed to improve to try to manifest all that against the jets. So, I mean, would some teams have given the first round pick a little bit more reps than like whatever pick it got, I mean, maybe, maybe. Um, but I, I don't think this is something that Tomlin in any way sort of wanted or embraced. I think he did it because there became a point in his head at halftime of that game where he's like, okay, I, I can't watch this anymore. Like, we, okay, i have now given this a long enough uh, period of time to where I'm not seeing what I need to see. So even though this other person hasn't had that prep, maybe his presence, the, the, his shot of adrenaline, you know, everybody watching him experience this um, will bring out something better in this offense and will spark this team to try to find a way to score one more point than the friggin' New York Jets. Um, but now that he has done that, I, I – don't think there's any going back and I can't fathom a scenario in which every single snap from here on out in practice goes to Kenny Pickett. Uh, 12 plays over six and a half minutes. Uh, Let's see. uh, uh, 11 plays, 80 yards over six and a half minutes in Cleveland, a pair of 11, uh, 10 and 11 play drives yesterday in the fourth quarter. That's what the Steelers defense has done in the fourth quarter this year, Jason, at least in the last three games, each of which they've lost. Is it, simp- is it as simple as chalking it up to, well, there's no T.J. Watt? Well, I think the first three weeks I, I would have chalked some of it up to, boy, it feels like they're on the field a lot, and maybe they don't totally have their sea legs under them. Um, that is a team that runs a pretty tough camp, and they were having you know a hell of a time sustaining drives when they had the ball. So I think if you ask people in that building – after the Browns lost, what's what's wrong with your defense? Um, the thing I sort of heard the most was, well, they've, they've been on the field a hell of a lot of time, and hopefully, you know, we can recalibrate a little bit with these nine or ten days or whatever before they play again. And then, obviously, yeah, there were some late-game issues there again. Uh, and they've never won without T.J. Watt, right? When he's injured, they don't win. Um, yeah, 0-7 or whatever it is, yeah, right? Yeah, so he is obviously, I mean, it's not rocket science. He's perennial defensive MVP candidate. He he is incredibly important. Um, but it shouldn't, you know, I, I, I mean, it shouldn't be as simple as that. And, and I don't know that it is as simple as that. Just, oh, they didn't have what. It didn't come together. Um, but it's certainly a trend. And, and it's a trend for 
some other teams in this conference as well. And until you bucket, I think it does get in your seep in your subconscious a little bit. And guys, knowingly or not, start to expect the worst or somebody's worried that somebody's going to blow a gasket and blow a coverage or have a miscommunication or have a brain fart. And then sure enough, it ends up happening. Jason, the Steelers obviously going with Kenny Pickett yesterday. Deontay Johnson says after the game, maybe a little slip up by him, that they're in the midst of a rebuild right now. Is this what you, what national people expected of the Steelers this year for them to be a team that at the bye week you could be looking up at two and six or one and seven? Well, I, I think I, I kind of go back to where I started, which is for, for Mike Tomlin, he was going to have to get himself to um, a mental calculation that he's never embraced before or had embraced before um, that, okay, this other, this quarterback who we, we don't, you don't know what anybody can do up here until they do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like even we, I mean, we've seen, look, there's a guy I know who went first overall um, a few years ago who played in this division for a bunch of years. You know what I mean? And like, I don't know that we still know what the hell Baker Mayfield is. It's not good. So, Whatever you think of the college pedigree, it is it's a different game, it's a different set of realities, it's it's not it's not the NFL. So for him to get to a point in time where it's like he would never use the word rebuild, but that that is that's what it is. I mean it's the quarterback who was there for twenty years is gone. The GM who was there even longer than that is gone. Um it's you know, then you lose Watt on top of that, like yeah, I think a, a, a road mental roadblock, whatever. I don't think that's a, a scenario that Mike Tomlin, the competitor, could ever embrace unless we hit a point in a game where he's like, "I got to play this other card." Jason. And then again, once once you play that card, right, then that is a different signal. You are in a different place as a franchise, and you need to start embracing the idea that this isn't just about this Sunday, it's about getting this most important player on our roster now, playing the most important position on our roster, to a point where by this time next year, this organization is in a much better place. By the end of this year, this organization feels like it's in a better place in terms of the state of its offense than what we've become accustomed to considering Pittsburgh Steelers' offensive football for the last three years. Jason Luckin for our Odyssey NFL Insider. Jason, thank you much. We'll talk to you next week. Always my pleasure, gents. Absolutely. Insider Calls brought to you by Driveway.com. Head to Driveway.com today to shop more than 25,000 new and used cars in Driveway's nationwide inventory. He brought up Kevin Colbert. You know what Kevin's up to these days? I'm a buddy. (laughs) This is a fabulous story. It's not fabulous. It's just regular man Kevin Colbert. Buddy of mine, he's a workout buddy of mine. He's a a policeman in in the North Hills. And he said he gets a call, and he goes, and he said, this is from this house. And the guy says, yeah, this dog was walking around. It's a really nice golden retriever dog walking around our property. Guy stops. He's my buddy. It's a policeman. He pulls up. Kevin Colbert's standing in the driveway holding this golden retriever. (laughs) He goes, oh, hey, how you doing? And he didn't recognize him at first. He said, "Um, well, okay, do you want me to take the dog? He goes, no, just I'll give you a call. See if you can find the owner whatever. My buddy, microchips, you know, they do that mm-hmm. wand or whatever. There's no chip or whatever. They make it back to the police station. He said it's about uh, like five, six hours later, he calls the number. Hello, how you doing? Hey, it's, yeah, it's Kevin. 
Hey, the owner called and said they got the dog. Oh, you need me to take it out to them? They want to stop by the house. Well, how do you want to handle this? Dude, Kevin Colbert, dog catcher. Dog just he's well, this dog's really nice. Heck, I'd keep it if you, oh if she'd let me. It's super nice. I'd give it some water. Just that's what Kevin Colbert's up. Yep, he don't yeah. need no. he don't need Mitch Trubisky's nope. strife. He he's sitting there on his front he, porch petting a golden retriever that walked off he from probably the other neighborhood. Watch the game. Nah. He got out just in time. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> But he's he's standing there in the driveway just holding this golden Oh, it's a nice dog. That sounds about right. right I'll hang on to as long as you need me to. (laughs) I'm going to name this one Ben. Yes. I like that name. Right. (laughs) I'm going to name him Paul Amalu. (laughs) First name Paul, last name Amalu. Uh, Anyway, epic ending coming up in just a couple minutes here. Fan Morning Show.